Live from Brian's car. I thought I'd never see the day that you started. Re- you can record in your car, but you can't eat in your car. Is that how that works? Yeah, because I'm not going to leave any stupid little crumbs. The worst thing I'll do is going to spit all over the screen. <laughs> no, look at you. Hey, did did you show Wayne your your uh, your rearview mirror? No. Oh uh, yeah, hey, you got to see so this. Wayne. Bakersfield, hold on, yeah. hold on. Bakersfield, it's so high. Um, my rearview, my rearview mirror. Holy the glue shit. melted off. <laughs> Holy so shit. I have to get now some tell kind the of truth. repair kit. Tell the truth. You pissed Imelda off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you pissed and Imelda she, off, and she she took it out on the rearview mirror. Probably came into the car to scream and ripped she, off the mirror. Because <laughs> <laughs> all she wanted was a French fry, Brian. All she wanted was <laughs> one French fry, Brian. So where are so, you at this week, Brian? I think, I think this is the first time you've recorded, uh, I think, uh, remote, right? Yeah, yeah, this is uh this is a new experience for me. Um I'm in Bakersfield, I'm visiting yeah, some family and uh we are we're gonna have a, a nice fun day on the lake and uh just uh have fun. <laughs> Drink wine. Drink wine, beer, Sweet. whatever. Yeah. All right. Well, you wanna get things going, Ryan? Yeah, let's get it going. All right, gentlemen. <laughs> let's kick those tires, light those fires, and smack that ass. Let's get it going. Woo! 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 I've had this queued up. Boom! Welcome to the con. You just wanted the anticipation. Good morning, gentlemen. (laughs) Good morning, Brian. Thank you for bearing with me on my remote location. Oh, my gosh. When do we get to slow down? I just got to ask. I mean, we've got so much going on. We've done so much. It seems like more, more events, more just things planned on the agenda than, than we have in the past. And according to Wayne and Tony, I just don't see an end in sight. We're just going to keep steamrolling with all these events, all these fun things, all, all this. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Guys, do you feel like we're just, we're just, we're just going, 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 going. Uh, yes. I mean, I, I feel we, like I feel we yes. keep rolling till the wheels fall off. I mean, <laughs> that's yeah, right. That's yeah. Keep I'm I'm, I'm at that point right now. I just um, I don't know. We had a we had a wonderful though. We did have a wonderful uh, con con. So con con was a oh, lot of fun, people. That was amazing. That was a blast. Yeah. You guys made it happen. That was so much fun. You're welcome. I actually think we might do it again someday, but we'll talk about that sometime in the future. <laughs> Tony went to Comic-Con, and of course, he's not immune to the Comic-Con flu. So yeah. we'll see how he's going to deal with that. I hear there's no vaccine for that. There's no, no cure. No. And uh, we're just going to hopefully uh, keep him in our thoughts and hopefully he pulls through. Yeah. We are I mean, of course. Yeah, we all are a hot mess. I mean, Jesus, I, we've had a yeah, no, rough Wayne's, week. Oh, Wayne's had a had a stressful uh, couple of days. Um, then we actually posted a, a, a poll question based on ConCon. So uh, we're going to have Orin read that off to us. Tony has got a very mysterious bullet point <laughs> on here. It's Tony's social experiment, and why do I feel like I'm going to be the guinea pig on this? You are going to be the guinea pig. <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's just it. going to be one question. It's going to be one question, and uh, then we'll go from there. But uh, I saw a YouTube video, uh, and that's what kind of uh, inspired, I guess you could say, this this question I'm going to ask you next, so, or in a little <laughs> bit. Here's 
a, a few other topics that are, are are kind of sending little shivers down my spine. We've got Wayne's musical theory. Um, don't know what that is. And then uh, <laughs> we've got the maestro. This is a special treat for everybody. The maestro's mystery mayhem etymological. You know, it's funny because I've been practicing this for like a half an hour. And the last couple of times I said it right. And then, of course, when it's time to record, I said it wrong. The Separate it into etym- two words. Yeah. Thank you. Etym- <laughs> etymological. <laughs> yes. etym- etymological. Etymological. <laughs> etymological. There you go. Etymological. Use the good one, Wayne. Yep. Enigmas. <laughs> you know what? This is, this is how it's supposed to sound. Wait for it. Etymological enigmas. Oh, there you go. That's right, kid. Wow. <laughs> and that's going to be your show today. On location. Woo. Thank you for bearing with us, everybody. And those of you who went to ConCon, a very, very special thing. thank you to you. I mean, what a night you guys made for us. I mean, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I mean, we, the love. we had a we had a blast. I, I think I, I listened to the episode. It was probably um, it was a, it was rough to listen to, but I, I think it was fun. We captured the essence of ConCon. I you know what I mean? It was a KD and uh, I, I don't know. I thought it was I thought it was OK. Captured oh, the essence. so Tony, uh, yeah. would you mind letting our maybe potentially new listeners what a KD is? So that oh, a KD is actually a knowledge drop. It's when we're done, when when we as the con men. Every once in a while, we need to kind of shorten our episodes. So what we do is a Katie, it's usually about 15 to 30 minutes long. And it usually just is about one subject. And then, you know, we, we put it in the, in the can and, and send it out to y'all. It's, it's very, it's just a brief kind of filler episode. Well, not even filler. It's just an episode where uh, we don't spend like an hour because again, last week we had some crazy stuff going on. Go ahead. Yeah, it's more, it more digestible episode or content from us. Yes, so yes. If, you, if you go back in our catalog and see anything that's listed as a KD or it's knowledge like drop. It's like a McNugget. Yes, yes it's a McNugget. McNugget. Yes, it's, it's a little McNugget. Yes, and you don't know it's what it's McNugget made of. McNugget of knowledge. Yeah, it's a McNugget <laughs> of knowledge. You have no idea what it looks like, but it tastes delicious. That's all that's it right. is. Yeah, anyway, uh, so we went to Com- Comic-Con this week or last week. Uh, I went, Brian joined me and his, uh, and again, Grunkle Stan, I have to say was a hit guys. I went there. A lot of people, we loved it. Uh, they loved it. I was getting hit up all the time. I think I took about a half dozen pictures and I had about a couple of dozen people at least give me some shout outs. So it was, it was a lot of fun. And then Brian and his family, um, this, what was that? Orange cheese. Sorry. (laughs) Thought I muted it. It just it just came out. Yeah, I, it, you didn't mute it. It was loud and clear for Excuse everybody me. to hear. Excuse uh, me, everybody. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but yeah, those kids, man, they they dressed up as Dipper and Mabel, and uh, man, I say we were the hit, man. We were a hit. You guys were the hit. Yeah, the best looking costumes I saw there. I know, and we were we were only there for like an hour. Go ahead, Wayne. I do have listener feedback related to that. Um, Longtime listener Donald uh, asked questions like, "Hey, could you send him a picture of what you guys look like?" So because he doesn't, he's not on social media, and uh, so I sent him a photo of uh, of you guys dressed up, and he goes, "Do you got you got?" He also seconds you guys rocked it, um, and also his kids love Gravity's Falls, and it, and they, they said you guys did a great job. So that's awesome. Well awesome. Thank you, Donald. And I, I have to thank my daughter Olivia for uh, doing the embroidery on my hat. She uh, my fez, so she did that. It was a uh, Took her two weeks, but yeah, it turned out really well, and uh, and, and we were a hit. Like I said, we were a hit. We got to promote the podcast. I did see a bump in numbers, 
that was kind of cool. So, you know, uh, we handed out how many stickers? A hundred stickers. Uh, we do still have some stickers left. Uh, Brian, I think, has those. But anyway, if you want one, you can always let us know. Send us an email, info at the knowledge of nothing.com. All supplies last. Yeah, all supplies <laughs> last. Where's that little kid now? I know. Where's that so, little kid voice? All hey, supplies last. <laughs> so with ConCon, guys, what was like your favorite part of ConCon? What was like, what was the thing that was just kind of blew you away? I, I know what mine was. Um, last oh, supplies gosh, last. Thank you, kid. <laughs> A new character on the show. That's right. Um, my favorite part was just uh, meeting the fans. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and just uh, it w- it was so great to to see and talk to everybody. And um, it was it was a, it was humbling. You know, I I did not think we would get as many as we did. Yeah. And um, everybody there really seemed to enjoy the show. And it was so nice to spend some time um, with everybody. And um, some people were were asking me about the show and tell me some of their favorite episodes and, and uh, what they like best about it. And it was all really kind of cool to hear it right from the source. Yeah, that's, that's great. Um, and mine, I, I was surprised because I, after 23 years, have finally got to meet Garen and Kobe Bell. Oh my God. Kobe Bell showed up and surprised all of us with his presence at ConCon, which kind of blew me away. In fact, I don't, Wait, do you have the pictures of that? I don't have any pictures on my phone. So I need uh, to post those on social media. I have pictures. Oh, do you? Okay, I, awesome. I have a picture yeah. of us. I don't think we have pictures of everybody, though. So we'll have to yeah. look back on that. Okay. I'll send them out. I'll send them to you. All right. That's cool. Yeah. I have I have a lot of pictures of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Melda. Oh, Melda. But Melda made us those beautiful shirts, guys. That we, yes. If you go on our Instagram and our Facebook, you'll see the pictures of the, the – Beautiful shirts that Melda put hard work into, and uh, yeah, they turned out really well. So thank you, Melda, for making that happen. Yeah, those shirts are awesome, and uh, yeah, Brian did a great job in supervising, I believe, as well. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't get enough credit for supervising, <laughs> I believe. It uh, takes hard work. I mean, I got to keep everybody on task, and we have deadlines to hit, and gosh, my, my drink wasn't filled up properly enough and i it wasn't sitting in a comfortable chair so <laughs> it takes a lot of work for me it's total lot of work i'll take right. the blame for that brian that was yeah. on me so wait what were you gonna say you, you said you uh, were gonna say i something. had w- one very particular moment that i want to say was uh the highlight um, okay. i mean there was a lot of awesome things just one seeing you know, all hanging out with you guys was great because it's been uh god like forever i don't think we ever no like we said we never we hey, we as a four of us have never been in the same room period uh, and in this for the podcast, so it was awesome to finally to do that, uh, being with our close family and friends and all you know the supporters of the show. But the one thing I got to do, and which will always be a memory of mine, was I was able to share French fries family style with Brian. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I you must have blocked make... that from my mind because yeah. I hadn't thought about that until you just now brought it up. <laughs> oh, Wayne! <laughs> yeah, we, we had a lady and trap moment, and it was beautiful. And um, I, I will rem- I will cherish that memory for the rest of my life. And there may or may not be a video of that, so uh, we'll see what happens with that. Woo-hoo, oh, nice! I, I think I have that as well. Oh. Uh, so <laughs> you know, I just want to talk about my. I had a the following day. I actually, I left on Wednesday and uh, came back home and I was supposed to just fly from 
uh, uh, John Wayne Airport to Atlanta, and then from Atlanta to uh, Cedar Rapids. That did not happen. I just want to say up front, I just want to say up front, if the pilot ever tells you, gets over the mic before, like before you even boarded and says, hey, folks, we need to, uh, we need to go down the runway with a little less gas, and then we're going to have to then refuel in Tulsa, Oklahoma. He told me it was going to take a half hour, a half hour, 35 minutes at max to get this thing refueled. Well, fast forward to two and a half hours later, I'm still on the runway. We're still like just it was absolutely horrible. It was it was uh, I was cooped up in a plane the whole entire time. Ah. I then I then missed my connection flight in Atlanta. And then let me tell you something about Atlanta that have you ever been to that airport? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm fine with it when I'm inside there and I have to go from like terminal to terminal. But once I broke that that seal, I got lost, man. I felt like one of those damn dogs in like Homeward Bound where I'm instantly lost. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm just asking questions. And I sat there and waited for my luggage. Actually, after I missed my flight, they got they were nice enough to get me a hotel room. But what they didn't what they failed to tell me was that my luggage was just going to show up on the plane the next day. So I'm at the carousel. At 10.30 at night, waiting wow. 45 minutes for my, my luggage. I finally go up and ask somebody, hey, where's my luggage at? Oh, well, it looks like it's in transit. Uh, that means, uh, you, uh, wait, was your, was your flight delayed or canceled? I said, yeah, it was, it was canceled. I missed my flight. Oh, yeah, well, tomorrow when you come here, your, your bag will be right back on the plane. I was like, fine, great. That's great. I wish somebody would have fucking told me that like 45 minutes ago. I wanted to sleep in bed. I got back to the hotel at midnight and I slept for six hours. And then the next day, I don't know, man. I, I know I know, travel stories are boring. But again, I just it was horrendous. And it took me 24 hours to get home. It was absolutely torture the entire freaking time. Anyway, enough of that. That wasn't a pleasant journey. It was a horrible journey. That blows. That blows. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I know. Exactly. But anyway, enough of me bitching things. You know what? Let's liven this thing up a little bit. All right. Let's get going, man. <laughs> Wait. I, I fucked that up. Hold on. Yeah. What a surprise. Ah, <laughs> uh, All right. Everybody. Everybody? Yeah. Everybody. What is up? How's it going? Um, Tony, I don't know if I could top that story, uh, but I will try. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> it went on way too long. <laughs> yeah, true, true. All right. Um, yeah, got, you know, a fact or two or three or four or five. No, just kidding. Not five for you. But first, <laughs> you know, guys, if I could be serious for a moment. Um. Guys, got a question for you. If an emperor runs an empire and a king runs a kingdom, who runs a country? Mm, that's I, a have question. No, I have no idea. Who runs the country? Yeah. Or would it make more sense to say, who runs a country? 
<laughs> the count? A count does? Hey, there you go. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Sweet. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so yeah, just to give what I'm what I'm looking at here. Uh, <laughs> I know it was. I'm looking at a picture of a Velociraptor, and a, for the Emperor and the Kingdom thing, and then uh, the Count from Sesame Street for Who Runs the Country. There you go. Count. Tree. So the yeah. Count Tree. Okay. Yeah. You know. Um. One. Ah. 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 Two. Ah. 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 Exactly. You know. One more thing here. Um. Did you know that computer programmers never go outside? Well, that's typically true, but there's what's the hook? (laughs) What's the hook? Yeah, they never go outside. There's too many bugs. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Anyway, that's good. good. All right. Um, What do you say we get into some facts here? Uh, Nothing big. Um, I have to uh, make a self correction on. for our KD, I do believe that uh, I said something about dolphins and humans. Um, you guys, the correct one thing was, uh, I think maybe I had it right. I don't know. When humans take a breath, they replace only 15% of the air in their lungs with fresh air. As to when dolphins take a breath, uh, they replace 90% of the oh, wow. air in their yeah, lungs Yeah, I think you with, said it was uh, 80. I think you said air. it was 80 last time. Yeah, I think I said, yeah, I had it all screwed up. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey guys, uh, what's the deal with with um, animals and cocaine? You know, like, like I don't cocaine get bear, <laughs> yeah, like cocaine bear. We got cocaine bear, you know, we all saw that movie, or maybe we didn't, but you know, the story, yeah. Um, well, this one, feral pigs. Yes, feral pigs ate and completely destroyed $22,000 worth of cocaine that had been hidden in an Italian forest. Oh. Because wow. pigs supposedly have the really Italian good sense forest. of smell. So then what happened? Just... Horse to water, sir. Horse, Horse to water. water. Horse to water. Horse to water. I was trying to make... I was trying to come up with some kind of joke, like a... Uh... Yeah, maybe they were. Uh, maybe it was speed ham. I don't know. And just what, uh, is, what is exactly twenty two thousand dollars worth of cocaine? That doesn't um, sound like much, does it? I think maybe a brick uh, or something, right? What I consume in a weekend? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> huh? I wonder. I, I... Well, I guess it's probably a good thing we don't know that off the top of our heads. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's great. That's that's great. Does that mean we would have to know a lot about cocaine and also have twenty two thousand dollars to get it? Which I don't think any of us have. I mean, we have all the zeros from the show here, but you know, <laughs> um, I got all one the more. Zeros. Th- yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yes, Wayne took all the zeros. Uh, and then just one more quick thing, real here. Well, uh, sort of a you know a little idiom. Um, the word oysterhood. Have you ever uh, wondered what it means? Yeah, I have to. Uh, oysterhood means reclusiveness or an overwhelming desire to stay at home. I'm feeling that right about now because after this show, yeah. I, I have to. I have to take. I have to go. I have to go on <laughs> work travel for four days. I'm feeling oh, yeah. that right about now. 
I may be changing my nickname to Oyster Hood. Yeah, Oyster Hood. <laughs> Instead of Sauce Box, yeah, Oyster yeah. Hood. Yeah. I'll be Oyster, Oyster Hood Junior. I'll be Oyster That's Hood right. Junior. I'll be Oyster Hood Deluxe. <laughs> and um, you guys want one more? Should we call it a day on that? Uh, actually, you know what? I got one more, guys. Okay. This one actually, um, you know, Tony, I got you with the Picasso. You're the art. Loving ours. Yes. Brian told you about, you know, just hey, hitting your favorite song for 15 minutes. Yep. Um, so Tony and Brian have uh I know I have. Have you ever wondered how we always say Wayne's the, you know, he's the good looking one. He's the, you know, young looking, yeah, keeps those yeah. boyish good looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think I figured out how he does it. Oh. Uh oh. Yes. How? Yes. You're gonna let, let my secret be out, huh? I'm gonna let your secret be out. And uh, the answer is Carlton. Um, yeah. Because hugging your cat has been shown to reduce stress and anxiety. Wow. Especially, well, for anyone, but especially for people who are dealing with illness, depression, PTSD, and other ailments. But, wow. yeah. So I, I figured it out. Wayne, you hug Carlton, and, uh, you know, it keeps you looking refreshed yeah. and young. Nice. <laughs> now, Orin, I, I know this is probably a horse to water thing, but is that only for cats or is that for like pets in general? Or, um, you know, you take water. Or is it just Carlton? Yes, horse to water. Is Carlton the key? It's not just cats. No, it's yeah, Carlton. it's Cor- Carlton's the key. That's right. It's so Carlton. The key. Yes, yeah. So you got to pass Carlton around. Hey, <laughs> and, and we uh, can all look like Wayne. That's right. Hey, what about our poll this week? I know we we asked a question. It was it was somewhat kind of funny. Um, and I, I just I'm curious to know what the results were this week. Yeah, well, uh, you know, Tony, it's funny you should uh, ask that because I have an answer for you. Um, yes, we asked you, our lovely listeners. I'm, I'm assuming you're lovely. Haven't never seen you, but you know, I saw some of you. Quite lovely. Anyway, uh, did anyone besides? our families show up at the con con and um 56 percent to 44 percent the answer was yes <laughs> oh wow that, they said that what the, that yeah that that uh non non-family members showed up non-family yeah well, you guys would be correct. That's awesome. A lot of oh, actually, we had what maybe six people I think show up that were not family. So, yay! All right, you guys, Woo-hoo. good job. <laughs> yes. All right, and, and we'll uh, cut it off with that. Big yeah, there good. Some facts on the poll. Thank you, sir. And uh, I just have a quick question for for Brian. I, I was watching a YouTube video this past week, and um, I, I don't know. I think we've talked about this on the show, but I just wanted to verify i was watching this video and um as i was watching it i was picking up some certain characteristics and i didn't know i was like man i think brian might have this but i think it may be a big bus but i'm just gonna ask him flat out brian do you have an inner monologue yes absolutely oh shit okay see i'm glad i didn't spend too much time on that uh, yeah, because I was watching. Oh no, I was watching a video <laughs> with this lady who does not have an inner dialogue or inner monologue, and um, some of her, some of the things she was saying, and some of the things that she was kind of doing, 
it was it reminded me of you and then also like how witty you have become over the the course of a year and a half two years with this show it's just like <laughs> I, I don't know i don't know if he has an inner dialogue or not but you do right Yes, absolutely. I mean, I've got to have a conversation with somebody intelligent throughout the day. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, that's freaking hysterical. Well, the wittiness uh, came, from, came from lessons I was giving him. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Many long hours go. with Orin. Yep. <laughs> All right, well, I'm not going to spend more time on that fun. then. Hey, Wayne, I, I know set up something up here for discussion. Wayne's music theory, can you kind of give us a... What's that all about? Well, I went uh, onto a YouTube rabbit hole last night. So I tossed this on here because I want to ask you guys something because it's kind of like a, I think it's in our wheelhouse based on our generation or how old we are. And did you know that there's a certain music trend that is currently trending that right now, or at least in the past few months, which I've kind of found surprising. So first off, you guys familiar with new metal and new metal? Yes. And if you guys, yeah. for our listeners who no. are not familiar, uh, those would be bands from like the, probably the late 90s to the early 2000s. Yep. Uh, Limp Biscuit would be one. Corn. Uh, Slipknot Corn. could be one. System of Down, Disturbed, uh, Linkin Park, all those type of era of bands would be kind of classified as new metal. Apparently, Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit, yeah, absolutely. Uh, they, 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 basically, they're trending again. And I'm, actually, there was some Google Analytics been looking at it where they have their popularity on just Google search has exceeded even back from 2004 so when they had a peak back then so like apparently in it's in in the tiktok universe uh, a lot of the younger generation kids are getting into new metal and i found that very fascinating and fascinating. my, my initial theory was one maybe you know current rock music is not the same so i don't know if they're just going back to that or parents who now have kids that are of this age got grew up listening to new metal probably Okay, I can see and that. And I wonder if that's something they're connected, having have a connection with. But I just found it very interesting that new metal is trending back into pop, in pop culture right now for reasons. That is nuts. I would never, I thought that was going to go by the, the way of the dinosaur. I had no idea it would be having a resurgence. But hey, but they do say every 20 years, things kind of come back, right? So, yeah. And it's about 20 years right now. So, wow, that's, that's just absolutely nuts. Um, like my exes. <laughs> <laughs> hey out of all of those bands who was your favorite out of the new metal scene i think i know yours wayne which okay who do you think is mine lincoln park uh probably out of those probably could but he but they were also the most popular yeah. um it, i guess and technically incubus could be also considered new metal because they could have came out in the same era really um, I, I don't yeah know. They're, I they're, they're, they're like new metal adjacent some... you know so yeah yeah so, I mean, there are some kind of outliers like Slipknot technically is also very been also trending too. So Slipknot, Linkin Park, uh, System of Down, all those bands, they're, they're trending, which is such a fascinating thing. Oh, Deftones. Deftones huge right now. Too. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Deftones. That's, yeah, go that's nuts. Hey, yeah, the, Brian, what was your favorite new metal band back in the day? <laughs> You're asking the wrong guy. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you didn't um, listen to like, any of that stuff? Well, uh, yeah, like I'm familiar with Linkin Park and and Slipknot and and um and stuff, but uh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm an '80s rock guy. I always have been. Like '80s rock. <laughs> so when does that you're come such, coming back you're, again? You're such an old soul. I you're know. Right? Oh, here, here's some I examples. I was watching for... Maverick last night, just just grooving out to Kenny Loggins. Just like, 
Hey, Brian, here. Here's a few for example to see if any of these uh, kind of trigger for you. All right. You have Corn, Limp Biscuit, Deftones, Linkin Park, Slipknot, Mudvayne, Papa Roach, Evanescence, uh, Dis- Dis- Disturbed, Godsmack, Static X, Rage Against the Machine. Ooh, I forgot about them. Um, apparently Incubus, which is my my boys. <laughs> Crazy Town. Oh, fuck those guys. Uh, Seven Dust, Stained, <laughs> uh, Alien Ant Farm. Oh, man. Uh, what else have we got here? Alien Ant Farm? Yeah, apparently. Yeah, so yeah. I'd go with that. Okay? I like okay? Slipknot, um, Alien Ant Farm, Evanescence, uh, Lincoln Park. So, yeah, I liked all those. Sweet. My favorite band out of that whole time was, uh, it still is, I, I still listen to them on a regular basis, is Slipknot. I love that band. I, I, I don't know. I don't know why, but I do. I'm absolutely... Uh-huh. And maybe it's because I'm in Iowa now, and they're from Iowa, so I don't know. Who, who knows? But uh, so, uh, let me pose a real question so we can move before we move on. Was that one yeah. of the theories that was brought up? Like, why new metal from the, 20 years ago versus like rock bands now? Right? Because they're still this is a scene. It's just not as mainstream or pop culture, right? Um, and yeah. I guess one of the characteristics difference between the two eras is that that like old school new metal had personality. Like Slipknot, they had character. They have all these masks. You know, I mean. As much as most of us would say, we all hate Limp Biscuit. You know, Fred Durst, he had a personality. You know, I mean, and That's all these, true. all these Limp bands Biscuit. had a like a visual image or uh, some kind of um, persona. And I guess nowadays it's much more T-shirts and pant, black pants and black jeans and showing technical prowess on a guitar or instrument versus having these personas. And I wonder if that's just something that people are gravitating to. You know, having these these guys like look cool because of what you know the images they portrayed. Well, I think also now seeing that um, falling in reverse has been kind of big. You know what I mean? I think, they, he, I think he's the exception, though. I think, you know. You know true, right. true. But again, it's like, uh, or maybe he's already kind of tapped into that and they're, you know, or maybe he's, you know, or, you know what I found is like when people are interviewed, especially like stars, like rock stars, there's not many rock stars anymore, right? I mean, it's all pop stars, right? Uh but when they get interviewed, they start talking about these older bands that they listen to, and they're like, oh, maybe I'll try that. And then they listen to it and go, oh, yeah, that's freaking good. That's really good stuff. You know, I've often thought about this. Michael it, I'm really not into the whole, like, I'm not as big into music as, um, like, like you three are. You know, like, Tony, you, you seek these, these concerts out and yep. would spend – you know, money to, to, to see the, the, the band where you want to see it, to, to get to the seats and, you know, and you're planning on leaving those seats to get to the mosh pit, to really just kind of bumping it around <laughs> with some other people. But you know what I really, really miss is MTV. And I'm not talking about MTV and we're talking about like the, that I'm a teenager and I'm pregnant or whatever, like MTV turned into, you know, but like the old school eighties MTV yeah. where it, yeah. it was just one music video after another. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, VH one was, was kind of like that. I even yep. liked CMT, you know, when it was like yep. music videos, I would just throw those things, uh, on in the house you know, while I'm doing some cleaning or, or something and just kind of have it running, but the videos were cool and they mm-hmm. would interview the, um, the, the, the people behind the music, not only the, uh, the, 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 the band, but like maybe the people who wrote the songs, the production crew. I mean, like there, there was some serious, uh, production going into these music videos yeah. and, 
I just like, I miss that. I really like my kids have no idea what MTV is or was back in its heyday. Yeah. Brian, you can show them on YouTube. I was actually just the other day watching the first day, um, the, the first hour. I mean, the whole day that MTV uh, started. Like Video before, killed the radio star. Video sir. killed the radio star. Then yeah. they went straight to Pat Benatar or something else. Yeah. Um, and then they introduced the top 20 video countdown. I loved that. And, and it you was, remember like the pop-up yeah. videos? Mm-hmm. Where it show you like yes, the little like yeah. facts yeah. about what you like that. That was, yeah. that was so cool. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah, I'm totally dating myself now, but uh but yeah, I so, miss hey, that. So here's full circle. Um you know, uh, let's talk, we, we talked about polymer verse and how they're very much they're very theatrical. They kind of have this yeah. multi blended genre style. Yep. They did a re re reimagining of a cl- song from Papa Roach. Oh, Last Resort or was it some? Cut my life into pieces. Oh wow! This is my last resort. It's much more dramatic, obviously, like, yeah, because totally, of the piano yeah. thing. Much but more emo. That, but it's. Like it's Folly Reverse, who did that crazy ass aggro song earlier, right? From uh, yeah, 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 Wash yeah. the World Burn, and then now this, which is much more like emo driven. It's kind of interesting. It's just fascinating how these genres are like kind of circling back, and then, um, but they're also taking a different twist. And actually, there's a, there's a band that you need to listen to right now that kind of takes me back to that kind of music, and they do their own twist on it. It's a band that opened up for Blink called Turnstile. Uh, if you if you're out there need to you need to listen to Turnstile. They are so freaking good. They're such uh, you listen to them and you're kind of like, "Wow. This band is just absolutely amazing." So I recommend that you listen to Turnstile. They're very 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 hardcore so, punk band as they're described, right? Yeah, but it's not really. They're it's it's Dude, they got synth pop in there. They've got like uh, it's just it's a mishmash of a bunch of things and it's it's really good music to listen to anyway all right right, so you know what after a word from uh soy cat candles we're gonna come back and uh we're gonna do maestro's mystery mayhem (laughs) right after a word from our sponsor wait 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 you're not gonna say anything about like what the what the actual the topic is no i'm not doing it yeah i'm not not (laughs) etymological you see i I, that's the one i etymological Enigmas. So you got through the hard part. Yeah, <laughs> etymological enigmas. Okay, enigmas. so here we go. Yes, Tony, go. you say etymological. Brian, you say enigmas. Or I could just okay. say the whole thing since I seem to have etymological. Etymological. <laughs> enigmas. There All right. Is. After a word for toy cat candles. Etymological ah! enigmas. And every episode is sponsored by Soy Cat Candles, benefiting shelter animals and treating your nose holes since 2016. Visit SoyCatCandles.com to shop the latest product. Meow, meow. All right, and we're back. And now it is time for uh, Wayne. I think you've got some bumpers to this, so I'm not even going to without, you know, just get right to it, man. Hit that bumper. Welcome to Maestro's Mystery Mayhem. <laughs> Etymological enigmas. Etymological enigmas. Exactly. There Etymolo- we go. Etymological enigmas. <laughs> let's enough. do it. Let's get yeah. into it. <laughs> let's, let's get right into it, man. Uh, so what is an etymological enigma? Yeah. Uh, okay, so so etymological. 
<laughs> etymological, basically, etymology is like the origin or history of a word. Okay, that's the word. That's a fancy way okay. of saying that. Um, and what I want to do today is kind of similar to what we've done in the past. We did past episodes where we call like idiots on idioms, where we yep. kind of find out like these idioms or phrases that we maybe have heard through for all our life, but we have no idea where they came from. Similarly, I'm going to find some words that we use probably in everyday life, and I'm going to ask both Tony and Brian if they have any freaking clue where these words came from how did they came to existence what's the origin story Spoil- spoiler alert we don't yes. know shit yeah <laughs> right well that our podcast name is uh, knowledge of nothing but yeah, i love how creative these we're gonna live are. up to that name today and i'm gonna stay yeah. silent not to make them sound bad so um i got a quite i got a list here we didn't we didn't get through all of them but i will see how this goes so first word i'm gonna start off with mortgage mortgage like on a home you know, you know where you have, you have yeah. loan out, all that stuff. Where do you think the word mortgage came from? Oh man, I feel like I feel like I should be in that spelling bee with those kids. That kid that just said etymological enigmas. Yeah, uh, <laughs> is that a noun? What is the what is the origin? Can you right. use it Can in I a have sentence? The Latin term. Yeah. The <laughs> is that Latin well, origin? This? Uh, um, it, the origins are French, so I'll give you that. Oh, French. Okay, it's a uh, mortgage. So it's Morgage. Morgage. <laughs> Morgage. Apologies I'm to our French listeners. I going to say yes, exactly. Oui, oui. Um, uh, mortgage, how did that come about? And so I know what that means. It means basically a loan that is taken out for your home in order to purchase it. Um, the So I guess it would have to be some kind of... Uh, I, I don't know. It had to be something in that realm. Like uh, maybe it's another term in french for loan i don't know um yeah but mortgage i don't know it's, it kind of sounds like a cheese too doesn't so it I'll, I'll, like I'll a fromage another, i'll give you a hint yeah. here there's the word is broken up into two words okay so there's mort means one something and gauge okay. means something else gauge or gauge whatever means pledge as in a pledge of something okay but okay. mort pledge so is morty pledging his allegiance <laughs> so to the french more <laughs> No, you're you're pledging to the bank that you're going to pay something back. That's what I yeah. said. What do you think, Brian? So it's it's the wimpy from Popeye thing. I'd gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. <laughs> you know? Yes. Um, yeah. So I I, I also thought the count. <laughs> that it was a, a, a combination of two words. That was um, uh, the morgue, where you. You know, kind of house dead bodies until they uh, um, get buried, and and um, kind of like leverage. You know, so Brian, the first part of your answer is not too far off from the true definition of mort. So basically, wow. okay. if you give me some money, I will leverage whatever amount you know um, back to you over a period of time until I die. So it's like. <laughs> well, okay, so like you are very close. And you know what? I'm going to give a hey, Tony, give you guys the, yeah. the horns right. for the first one. Okay, yeah, sweet. A, yeah, all right. Yeah. So mortgage means dead mm-hmm. and pledge. So it's a death pledge. So you're oh, taking a loan out. And, and there now, you Grant, go. Yeah. So it's just a little bit of interesting thing about the history of that word from France. Whoa. So French, Spanish, Spanish muerto. It's French, mort. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Ryan is freaking good at this game, man. 
Good job, Brian. Good job. That was just one. That was no, one lucky you, dude, one. You, yes, you're gonna you're gonna knock it out of the park with this. You can't say etymology, but you can get it right. <laughs> exactly. All right. Next one. Quarantine. Every week, of course, for the past two or several years, we heard the word quarantine quite a bit, for better or for worse. Where the hell did the word quarantine come from? Obviously, it so is orange I, related to the plague. I'll give you a hint on that. So, quarant okay. basically means to, uh, to me, would mean to separate or to um, get, put you in your quarters. Basically, you are you are on restriction to your quarters. So, quarter, quarant, and then teen. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just gonna say it. it it's origin. It originated with the fact that it is like quarters that you have to stay in your quarters very close and also it has a uh, italian dialect origins just for your reference so when you put a teenager Teen. on restriction quarantine so, so yeah i was kind of with tony thing i thought it was like a naval term you know with quarters you know and once you say italian i'm thinking christopher columbus you know so you know, for all those stowaways or those people who want to do mutiny because they think you're going to fall off the uh, the the edge of the earth, there they were they were sent to quarantine on the ship or just sent to walk the plank. I don't know. Well, you guys, you guys are also partially tr- correct. So it is naval related, and it's oh, also wow. naval, it is naval related. So back where the black pl- black death, you know, the plague that impacted Europe back in was it the 14th century, I believe. Yeah. Um, Quarantine is obviously derived from the Italian words quaranta, quaranta, and I'm, I'm probably mispronouncing that, or 40 days. And basically the idea is that people Ooh. had to be stay on their ships for 40 days once they get to port. So they to kind of see, make sure they don't have the plague before coming on okay. the ships. Wow. Oh, that right. makes a lot of sense. Ooh. Man, Brian, I can't you the horns at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> horns for that one. Ah, man. You guys always It'll surprise me, me with this. I love it. Okay. Right. No, right. Again, it was Brian. It wasn't me. It was We're Brian. surprising ourselves, Wade. <laughs> like, this is okay. Next one. Whiskey. The word whiskey. Where the hell does that come from? Obviously, that's a noun. If people don't know yeah. what whiskey is, um, I feel for you. Whiskey. Um, I'll give you this a hint. It's a whiskey is technically it, a shortened form of another word. Um, and its origins are Gaelic. Gaelic, so okay. Who are you calling Gaelic? Yeah. <laughs> um, I was thinking, you know, Scottish, you know, Ireland, Scottish, I Irish. Say, I would um, say something. It has something to do with wheat or grain, or maybe it's the the liquefaction of or the fermentation of wheat. Um, I don't know. It's. Uh, I don't know. Whiskey, whiskey, like a whisk. whisking. No, not whisking. Hey, I'll give you the actual the elongated version of the word whiskey okay. bay, B A E, which is one a one whole. Sounds word. like a place, like the Isles of Ireland, after they've harvested the bog. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. Yo, sound like that. And, um. I'm going to say whiskey is the sound you make after you drink it straight. Just whiskey. <laughs> whiskey bay. bay. All right. And maybe it's the, uh, and, and bay is maybe the barrel that it's put in. I don't know. 
Grain no. and berry? It could be like know. the, uh, like, it comes from like the leaves, you know, I don't know, like the or, spice. Or they just thought it was too long and took out the BA and shortened it to whiskey. <laughs> You guys, unfortunately, didn't get to this round. Uh, but, oh, uh, shit. Yeah. yeah. But I don't what know if you have it? to give yourself the horns. I don't know. <laughs> so Whiskey Bay comes from the original of Old English Uske Bay. And basically we're derived from two Gaelic words, Uske and Bethu, or Bethu. And I'm probably misenunciating that. But basically those words, Uske means water, Bethu means life. So literally whiskey oh. means water of life. Oh, wow. Oh. The more I you like know. that. Oh, I know. Yeah, I thought that would like be kind of nice, too. right? Yeah. That's why I put it in my coffee. Yeah. Well, wait, wait. <laughs> and this one might be very uh, close to some of us on the show's hearts. Where do you think this word comes from? Ketchup. Where does ketchup originate <laughs> from? <laughs> Brian should know this one. <laughs> uh, what's, hey, what's the, what is the nation of origin? What is the uh, yeah, right. origin? Let's see. What could I share with you? Um, Is it a vegetable? (laughs) So, okay, there's many theories apparently where it originates from, but the most leading one says it came as early as the 17th century and is derived from a Chinese word. Oh, okay. Um, Chinese for crap. Okay. It's probably like a a different version of like Kung kung Chi or... No, um, or, or I was thinking like a... Because it's ketsu, right? Sometimes is how you say it. Um, cats up. Yeah, cats up. Yeah. I'm going to say it is... Um, I don't know. Do you ferment ferment, uh, ferment ketchup? I don't know. No. I don't believe um, so. I don't know, actually, but I'm saying no. <laughs> <laughs> um... I don't know, man. I'm, okay. I'm drawing a blank. All right. Well, so in 17th century, there's apparently a Chinese word that was used called kiao chop, chop. So kiao chop. And it referred to a mix of pickled fish and spices. So that's kind of the origin origination. Mm-hmm. But I guess as okay. ketchup's first recording in the English language was listed in 19, oh, sorry, 1690 dictionary, which was spelled catch up. And I think it was a derivative from that Chinese word back in the day. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Sweet. The more, the more you know. I feel like this is the whole episode. The more you know stuff. All right. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah. It really uh, is. Avocado. Everybody, especially our Californian friends, <laughs> we love avocados. Yes. <laughs> I love avocados. Yeah. We've talked about my avocados on the show a couple of times. Yes, we have. Unfortunately, don't we don't love those yes. avocados. <laughs> so, <laughs> avocado. Where the hell did that word come from? Um, uh, I need help with my Spanish speaking friends here. Avo, avo is uh, is egg, right? It's egg. No, wait, that's uh, that's huevos. Yeah, huevos. Um, avo. I'm teaching you Spanish now. What's going on here? I know. <laughs> I'm uh, yes. I uh, <laughs> avo, avo. No, I think it. I think I think it does mean means uh, it's. I think egg. Is it green egg? Cod? No, that would be verde. Um, what's cado? Cado, avo, cado. Man, so many people are screaming at their, at yes, their listening I know. devices at their, now. Yes, at you, at, at me. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Um, I'm going to say. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna throw it out there. It is uh, the 
I'm going to say it's a sunfruit. It means sunfruit in some kind of language. Okay. Sunfruit? Wow. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. How about you, Brian? Anything for you? But that would mean so. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Tony because I have no idea about the, the word <laughs> origin. But I just know okay. that I love avocados. Word origin <laughs> is Aztec. Aztec? Yes. That's awesome, And actually. the original word is, and I'm, I'm going to mispronounce this one, but I'll spell it first. A-H-U-A-C-A-T-L. Etymological. Yeah, etymological, yes. So I can't pronounce that word because I don't know my Aztec dialect that well. Well, that's the kid to say it for you. Yeah, but <laughs> that being said, <laughs> any guesses on what the hell? And does that help you at all, or do you want me to just go for it? You go for Green it. Green egg. <laughs> Green egg. <laughs> Avocati. So, Avocati. Uh, Tony yes. was kind of on point without him knowing it, but um, oh, oh, really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Let me let me read this. The word avocado comes from the Aztec word avocato. Avocato. Whatever. Anyways, that word, which Avocati. means testicle. <laughs> oh, oh, don't ruin avocados oh, for me. Oh yes, yes. That is awesome. <laughs> Aside from okay. their similar shape, avocados also act as an aphrodisiac. Uh, so apparently, um, yeah. So if you want to really, Brian, if I want to ruin for you, avocados are known as testicle fruit. There you go. Oh, Tony yes! testicles. testicles. Now I'm going <laughs> to rename avocado Tony <laughs> testicles. <laughs> I like testicle fruit. I, right? Hey, have you had on, any? On uh, toast. Man, I make a mean <laughs> testicle fruit. Yeah, testicle sure fruit toast. Do. There you go. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Testicle fruit toast. Uh, oh man, Tropical can you imagine? See, can you imagine seeing that shit on a menu? That's right. Testicle, mm. <laughs> testicle fruit. That's toast. right. Uh, Tropical. We may fruit need to rename this. Green or purple uh, yeah, skin. Uh, yeah. Testicles. It's, <laughs> 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 All right. oh, I'll have a couple more for you guys. Uh, the word clue, just like the game. Just like the movie that was made with a uh, yeah. So, what does the word "clue" come from? And I, I'll give you this: it has a Greek origin. All right. Well, unfortunately, that Greek origin does not help me at all. <laughs> I'm going to say "glue." It's kind of a play on uh, "glue." "Clue" is a play on word with "glue." You need that missing piece of the puzzle to put the whole story together, or or find out what. And, and you need that that cementing piece. So that clue is the glue that wraps it all together. Wow, Brian, that you know, sounds that sounds great. For I, someone who didn't I have a clue, you made it sound very smart. Yeah, I, <laughs> I say that yes, it is. Uh, I'm going with Brian's um, definition of that. Brian, you know, you never cease to amaze me, <laughs> but you're wrong. I'm sure. <laughs> But that sounded really good. Holy crap. It did sound really yeah. good. <laughs> if, I, if I didn't have the actual answer, I would have believed you. Um, okay, so according to Greek mythology, Theseus, uh, one of the Greek heroes back in the day, entered the labyrinth to kill the Minotaur, known as a half-man, half-bull, and he unraveled a clue, C-L-E-W, which is also known as a ball of string behind him, so he could mm. find his way back out. Uh, so oh. the word clue, as we know it, C-L-U-E, and it didn't exist till the mid-1500s, but when they started spelling it, originally was a variation of the word clue, just to give you hints to get your way out. So, clue. Okay. That's All right. The more you know. 
But I loved your answer, Brian. That was fantastic. Yeah, that was a great <laughs> answer. Totally All right, let's see up. here. Let's give you one more here. What's mm, a good one to finish with? Give me a cue. Boom, boom, boom. Bop. Okay, I'm going to have a terrible part pronouncing this, but I want to do this one. The word assassin. Okay. We're trying to figure out what the origin of assassin is. Okay. Assassin. I, know if you're I think who it's don't Japanese. Know. A person who murders an important person for political or religious reasons. And I'll tell you this. This has origins back in the Crusades. Oh, Crusades. Um, specifically, the, it has an Arabic origin. Oh, okay. Or no, Arabic. I'm sorry. Arabic. Um, I would say that it, an assassin was, I want to say it was part of royalty. I think it was either part of the king's court or king's, uh, or the, the, the sultans kind of like folks that he has in his, in his, uh, like repertoire, if you will, kind of like a cabinet member. It was somebody that held the important role of a strategic leader and I think using that strategic leader you would then figure out how you would take out or how you would uh, neuter your enemy so I think it was somebody that was in the Shah or the the um, uh, yeah but what is there's a Shah and then there's something else anyway I'm going to say that he, it was a member of that kind of uh, court. It was a, a, or, yeah, or table or something. Okay. Brian. This is a tough one. Um, gosh. The Crusades, it's Arabic. Oh, geez. I don't know. I mean, I understand the meaning of the word. It's to, uh, it's kind of eliminate somebody almost like in stealth or, um, uh, without, and that definition still it rings true to the origin a bit. There's ties to that having murdering an important person kind of goes to the origin of mm. that word. Okay. All right. Any other guesses? If not, I will move forward. Yeah, or, uh, I'm, I'm drawing blanks here. Or you okay. got anything? Nah, no, no. <laughs> okay. Unfortunately, your gentleman, you are wrong. Uh, I knew it. But here's also something for interest. Members of a fanatical Muslim sect during the Crusades used to, used to smoke hashish and then murder leaders on the opposing side. They started going by oh. the name of hashishin, or something, I'm mispronouncing oh. that, meaning hashish users in Arabic. Through the centuries of mispronunciation, English arrived at assassin. So getting wow. high wow. and killing someone. Okay. So, wow. so they were uh, drunk in rage. Sounds like Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So no, just, my Saturday night. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Assassinate. The night is not complete without a little assassinating. Yes, right. exactly. You know what? One last quick one. Plumber. Any idea where plumber came from? Oh. Someone with too much crack. And there's a Latin origin to this. A Latin. I'm going to say plume. I'm going to say plume. So it had something to do with uh, flowers in watering those flowers i think it it then translated into something that as as things started to move indoors this plumber would uh 
the name kind of stuck. So I'm going to say Plume. It, it started with somebody that was a gardener and that could help you kind of foster your garden, water it, things of that nature, and make it very healthy. And then it turned into somebody that can fix your shitter. <laughs> yeah. Um, we all know that plums make you shit, right? So, yeah, you yeah. Know, we do. When you eat too oh, much of those, okay. oh, all yeah. Right. When you eat too much of those, you're going to clog up that shitter. So, you're going to need to call a plumber to, to yes. plunge out those pipes yes. and yeah. to. Like Jack, yep. Jack Spratt, right? Could eat no, uh, could eat no fat. No, his wife could eat no lean. Who was the guy that had his uh, thumb in the pie? What was his name? Uh, oh, little Tom, little Tom little, Thumb, right? I can't gosh. remember. Little what Tom Thumb sat little on Jack a plum. Homer. Homer, little, little Jack, Jack Homer. Yeah. What's that? Little Jack yeah. Horner sat in the corner. Yeah, but not not right. simple Jack. Eating his Kurtz's way. Little Jack. So right. I think someone was eating a plum. They ate the whole thing, even the seed. And when they shit it out, it got stuck in the toilet. So <laughs> therefore, they had to plumb the seed out. Maybe he ate the plumber. seed and it got stuck in him. Went to the doctor, and the doctor said, "What am I, a plumber? Come on." <laughs> hey. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna just, okay. First off, you're all wrong, but I'm gonna give you the horns. Because anyway. <laughs> <What? laughs> you know, uh, your answers were way wrong. Your answers were way better. But um, <laughs> so just to wrap this up. Um, actually, it has Latin orange, specifically for the periodic table, because the word of the the periodic symbol for lead, PB. So okay. lead, the lead as an lead, element is PB. Pipes. And yeah. I guess back in the day, a lot of pipes were made from lead or any yeah. kind of metalwork. So people that worked on it, um, you know, didn't have a name or who worked on piping or lead lead metalwork. So PB yeah. just to make it easier for people to remember became plumbers somehow. It, it just evolved as a nickname for the individuals who worked on those kind of pipes, which eventually obviously wow. worked with metal and all that, and all the other stuff like, throughout the working inside the building. Outside the <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? So there you go. <laughs> That's the last one, gentlemen, of your all right. wow. Wayne, Thanks again for Thank doing you, the Wayne. etymological enigmas. I can say it. Wow, look at that. All right. Etymological enigmas. Wow, great, by the yes. end of the show, I could say etymological it. enigmas. Here you, kid. I've got this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, or where can, where can people find us on our social media platforms, my friend? Everybody, you want to find us? This is how you do it. Twitter. Twitter is at the conman one. Uh, Instagram at the knowledge of nothing. Facebook is the knowledge of nothing. And in case you didn't know by now, we are on TikTok. It is conman zero uno. Or in layman's term, zero one, but zero uno, conman zero uno. Get that in your head. And uh, hey, if you want to, you know, contact us, you can always do that at info at the knowledge of nothing dot com. You know, tell us how great we are. Um, you know, tell us how you love to fulfill your inner fantasies with us. <laughs> and uh, you know, we'll get you to where you need to be in a timely manner. And, um, yes, that's where you can find us where, you know, all the stuff and, uh, you know, just to, uh, finish things off, Tony, if I may guys, once you can accept that you're powerless, you're motivated to find a higher power. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, that's deep. I like that. That's deep. Wow. But where's the little more, you know, charm. There we go. Sweet. 
Thank you for those words of wisdom, Warren. And Brian, before we I call it, it an episode, I uh, thank you. And you do that every in spades every week. Brian, <laughs> uh, do you have anything to say before we call it a show? Yeah, thank you guys for bearing with me while I'm uh, recording on location from far, far away. Um, I know that the uh, my my whole setup might be a little bit different. Wayne, I apologize for hitting the mic. Um, but a special, huge thank you to everybody who celebrated with, with us our yes. first ConCon. Yes. I just want to give you guys the horns, the shout out. We love you guys. Thank you so much for making... That night feels so special for us. Um, and I just, I cannot express how grateful we are for you guys. Thank you for everybody who showed up and celebrated uh, with us. It was truly a night that I will never forget. And you guys were the cause of that. And thank you so much. Uh, we love you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And hopefully we'll do another one um, sometime. And, uh, we just continue to grow those numbers. So thank you again. Yeah. Thank you for everybody who showed up. I really do appreciate it. We really appreciate it. It's very humbling. And we love you guys. Sweet. And, you know, you said it so well. I don't have to add anything onto that. And, uh, again, as always, I would like to thank you for joining us into this journey into nothing. This has been the Knowledge of Nothing podcast. And, as always, we will see you next time. Oh. <laughs> Oops. Got to get Oops. the plumber. The plumber. Call, Call the plumber. plumber. <laughs> <laughs> I swear we share the same. Sure you can. We've got this. Oh, jeez. A kid, man. Kid. Brian, I swear kid. we share the same. Yes, we do. <laughs> well, we discussed this already, Orin. We're the same person, remember? Just two different dimensions or timelines or whatever? That's right, yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. That's yep. right. <laughs>